Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. And if you'd like to skip that initial waffle timestamps are in the description and along a timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider... Hit that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. And let's crack on with today's stories. Now, our first story does follow with an update, and it's from a throwaway account titled, Am I the Asshole for Asking My Boyfriend to Charge His Family Member for Fraud? Throwaway account. Backstory, I, 27 female, and my boyfriend, 34 male, have been together five years and have worked really hard to save for a house. Two weeks ago, we fell in love with a house and we put down an initial deposit to hold the property. The house won't be built until the end of 2022. We've been in talks with a mortgage broker and the builder's finance people. Last week, we received some shocking news when my boyfriend's credit score came back as being bad. There was activity on the statement that was 100% not his and a credit card that has gone into default over the last six months. This credit card was originally my boyfriend's, but he swears he closed the account and canceled the card mid-2019. Long story short, we discovered that a family member that was living with him a few years ago has gotten hold of the card at some point and has been using the card on and off since 2019. They defaulted on payments in early 2020, but paid this off then defaulted again in December of last year and the account is still in default and over $5,000 is owed in charges and late fees. Charges for shopping, news agency, takeaway food and pubs. Gambling. My boyfriend has had zero knowledge of this as he hasn't had access to the account after he closed it and hasn't been receiving statements or notices from the bank. The family member has diverted these to their address. We're now unable to successfully apply for a bank loan for our house as they won't lend to my boyfriend with his credit the way it is. Our options are to, one, proceed with fraud investigations and charges in the family member allowing us to prove this is no fault of my boyfriend's and successfully secure the loan, or two, boyfriend pays the debt and we wait at least two years for the payoff date for his credit to regain some loss. Option two sets us back at least three years in starting a family and our lives as homeowners. This will also not allow my boyfriend to secure a bank loan to start up his own business. He's been dreaming of starting off for a few years. This was the year he planned on. This has devastated us and put a massive delay in our plans. My boyfriend doesn't like conflict and is going with option two. He isn't even planning on mentioning anything to the family member. He wants it to all go away and thinks his family member is going through a rough time. I want my boyfriend to proceed with fraud charges and investigation. We have worked too hard to not have our dream house and him owning his business. So, am I the asshole for pushing my opinion on my boyfriend? 
Like OP said in this story, before we go to the update by the way, this isn't just about money, this is their future life, his future business, their future house and their future family that's all been thrown up in the air because of a selfish person who stole from them and he may be going through some stuff but not punishing this just lets him get away with it and there's no consequences for shitty actions. And I think personally OP is right to be pushing their opinion their correct opinion onto their partner because otherwise she suffers because of this as well. And clearly that's not what you want to be doing. That's not the life you want to be living right now. You want to be having your house, your dream house and all this kind of stuff. And the three years isn't even a guarantee that your credit will be built back up by then, is it? Hoo-wee, this one got me heated. But we'll start with Dopinip who says, I don't know if I pronounced that one right, not the asshole, but is this really someone you want to build a life with? Having this kind of baggage... He's willing to pay off a debt incurred by someone fraudulently and not even address it with that person. What happens if this person does it again? He's already taught them there's no consequences if they spend money they don't have. And then it will be tied to you as well. You need to think long and hard about whether this is something you want to deal with long term. I do think it's odd he's willing to pay for it and not address it with the person that incurred the debt. Are you sure the person didn't have permission to keep using it as long as they paid the bill? To which OP replies saying, I have had these exact thoughts and I'm still battling with myself on what decision I make going forward because I agree I'm not willing to let this person potentially do this again and it become my issue. My boyfriend swears to me he had no knowledge of this. He wouldn't have agreed to let his family member use the card as he knows this person isn't good with money. Agitated Tree then replies to OP by saying, my conversation would go something like this with my partner. While I understand how you don't want conflict, this decision does not only affect your life but also mine. This delays us significantly in getting a home, having a child, which you mentioned, and starting a life together. If you're not willing to put our life above disrupting someone who had no compassion or thought for you while doing something very illegal, then I will seriously need to reconsider our future going forward. It definitely sucks, but this isn't a small thing with minor consequences. You are directly impacted. 100% not the arsehole. Your boyfriend would be the arsehole if he chooses option two. Zadidol says, been there, done that with a family member, destroying my credit, stealing money out of my bank accounts, writing bad checks, stealing my engagement and wedding ring to pawn it. I had to pay to get out on the last day. He needs to report it in order to fight with credit agencies and attempt to get these debts resolved. Also place a fraud alert and lock his credit reports so no one else can use his identity. Not the arsehole. And for thanks says, and not the arsehole, if it was me, I'd think long and hard about staying with him if he chooses to. He'll always be a doormat. Rhubarb Diva says, this person has not only stolen some money from your boyfriend, they have stolen your chance of having your dream home together. They have stolen your boyfriend's chance to start his own business. They have stolen your chance to start a family together when you plan to. If your boyfriend lets them get away with all that, then I would say he has also let them steal your relationship, as it's hard to see how it could survive all that. If your boyfriend can't see that, then it may be time to reconsider where you go from here. As from my point of view, your boyfriend is prioritizing a thief over you. And we'll have one more from uh, no 28 who says, not the asshole, but it might be a losing battle. This will affect both of your future and he's making a decision where the people who did wrong get no consequences and the innocent people get further screwed, all in the name of avoiding conflict. His response of the relative going through a hard time is cowardice and nothing more. He's showing empathy to the relatives who screwed him over with fraud and is willing to put your future on hold. Two to three years is a lot and it could be longer because life happens. 
He's having no empathy for you, who is collateral in this mess. He chooses the path of least resistance, and if you agree to postpone your life to protect these jerks, you will confirm to him that you are that path. Every time he has chose who to screw over, he'll choose to spare the rest because you will create the least amount of hassle for him to deal with. That's not fair to you. You can't control what he does in the end. You can only control your actions. If he chooses to spare his family, then I'd remove myself from the situation and leave. Now we're gonna move on to the update to see what that says. So update. I want to begin by thanking everyone for their advice on my original post. There were some really constructive strategies and words of advice. I spoke with my boyfriend about my concerns and was honest with him that things he was telling me didn't all make sense. He was adamant he didn't know anything about the credit card or the apparent inquiries on his credit card account about payday loans. My boyfriend is still refusing to open any fraud investigations against his family member and has said he will pay off the debt himself. But some other things came out during our conversation that he was hiding from me. Lying has been a big issue of his during our whole relationship. In the past, I've forgiven him for his lies, but I can't keep forgiving the same issue every few months when he promises to change. But we're in the same spot every few months, and I'm not talking little lies. I'm talking big lies and even bigger lies to cover up those lies. I know I'm stupid for giving him the benefit of the doubt. So in saying this, my boyfriend is now my ex-boyfriend. When I spoke with my boyfriend about my concerns above, he ended up picking up his bag and walking out on me and drove away. That was the last time I seen him in person. This is how this man dealt with an issue in our five-year relationship. We haven't spoke much since, but I definitely resigned to the fact my relationship is over. I think he has expected me to forgive him like all the previous times. I've packed up his stuff and will return to him after my city comes out of our sixth lockdown. There is a good ending to this story though. I spoke with my mortgage broker and the housing developers. I can't afford the original townhouse I fell in love with alone, but a smaller townhouse that I also love came available and I've been approved for this one. I paid my deposit three days before my first birthday last month. I bought a house by myself. Absolutely golden ending to that as well. I'm sorry about the relationship, but you got your own townhouse and you know, it didn't sound like much was going to change in that relationship anyway. And it sounded like there was some issues with lying to begin with, which is never great to build something on, especially when you look thinking about having children and your future as well. So I am going to take this as a wholesome update as we can actually get in this situation. I think it's positive. I think you moving on. I don't always think that breaking up, you know, and splitting from a relationship is always a negative because I don't think it is in this situation. But what are your thoughts on this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from IX2021. Am I the asshole for making my fiance choose between me and her family? I lost my late wife to breast cancer years ago. I have a 19-year-old son, Chris, who's been through so much ever since his mother's passing. We grew close because of this tragedy and he's been the most important thing in my life since he was born. I met a wonderful woman, Melanie, two years ago and we got engaged a few months back. We're getting married this month and already have everything set. Now onto the issue at hand. My in-laws are extremely conservative. They come from the deep... 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Deep South. They met Chris's boyfriend by chance at our house and were extremely uncomfortable, even though my son's boyfriend is sweet and well-mannered. They acted cold towards him and Chris and left dinner early. I spoke with Melanie about it and she asked me to give them time to adjust since we're a blended family. I was invited by my in-laws to discuss the wedding and mother-in-law and father-in-law requested that I don't let Chris's boyfriend come to the wedding. I asked why and they gave no reason, just that they were uncomfortable with Chris's boyfriend around. I figured it had to do with their beliefs and they asked me to please respect that and not argue about it. I decided I wanted to argue about it and told them Chris's boyfriend is invited and will attend my wedding. They attempted to talk me into using an excuse to uninvite him if I was worried about Chris's reaction, but I refused and told them they have a choice not to attend if they were uncomfortable and then I left. They blew up Melanie's phone, claiming I was excluding them from their daughter's wedding and forcing them out of it and offending them too. She brought it up saying that as their only daughter, her parents want to see her get married and it wasn't fair for me to tell them not to come. I corrected her and explained they wanted me to uninvite Chris's boyfriend to my wedding. She said, Chris and his boyfriend are nice, but asked me to consider and was sure Chris's boyfriend will understand since her parents seem to not want to let it go. I flipped out and told her that either her family respect me and my son and his boyfriend or they won't be able to come to the wedding. She said she could talk to Chris and his boyfriend, but I said no. She said I was putting her in a hard place and making her choose between me and her family, which isn't the way to solve this conflict. And I was acting like she has no say. I asked if she agreed with them. She said no, but thought Chris not bringing his boyfriend will be easier than the grief she gets if her parents are uninvited. We're still arguing about it and she's still saying I'm making a choose between me and her family, knowing how they are, even though she disagrees with them. So let's see the choices here. We could even invite Chris and his sweet and well-mannered boyfriend, as quoted from the post, or we can invite two assholes. <laughs> I know what my choice would be. Absolutely not the asshole in this situation and well done for sticking up for your son. What they're basically saying is that boyfriend can't attend any family gathering in the future here. And I think, you know, and you are doing totally the right thing for sticking up for your son and his boyfriend in this situation to me. But Anand says, sounds more like she's making you choose between her parents or your son. This will be a running theme with them. Will they ask your son's boyfriend to sit out on holidays and family gatherings as well? Not the arsehole. Sounds like you have a long talk ahead of you. Parenting Tryhard says, not the arsehole and good for you. You sound like a great dad. Melanie and her parents sound like bigots. 
Road to Healthy says, not the asshole. In my opinion, this is a hill to die on. Your fiance might be a wonderful woman, but she is also someone who is willing to exclude your son and his sweet and well-mannered boyfriend. I don't believe it just because she finds it easier than dealing with the grief she gets for if her parents are uninvited. I suspect that she is not nearly as accepting of your son as you think. Your fiance's behavior here is a big red flag. Proceed with caution. Ghostcraft says, not the asshole. You're not making her choose. You're defending your son from these fucking bigots. You're doing what every parent should be doing. Your son comes first. And if that means protecting him from the bigoted in-laws and even your fiance, if she chooses their side, then that's their problem, not yours. Really tells you something about their character if they're willing to make Chris's boyfriend coming to a wedding a hill to die on. They don't even have to interact with him. It feels like they're like, how dare he exist? Note, keep a good eye on the in-laws and talk to your son. If they're willing to treat the boyfriend like this, then there's a high chance they're treating Chris badly too. Don't let them make him feel ashamed for who he loves. And one more from Scissors4215 who says, not the asshole. Your son and his boyfriend should be there, but don't uninvite the in-laws. That lets them off the hook and they can make themselves out to be the victim instead of the homophobes they are. Merely say to them you're looking forward to seeing them at the wedding. Same as you're looking forward to Chris and his boyfriend attending. Everyone is invited, end of story. That way they can't say you didn't invite them and they will have to tell everyone it's because there was a gay couple in attendance and they chose not to attend their only daughter's wedding. You need to make sure your fiance is on board though. She's joining your family and needs to be accepting of your son at all times and not only when it's convenient for her. Now, what do you guys make of this story? I quite like that last option that the last comment gave there. You know, don't uninvite them, but let them make their own choice and make themselves look like an asshole in front of everyone. What do you guys think? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Skelly Potato 250 Would I be the asshole for sending an email to my best friend explaining why I've been snappy with her? So my best friend Lizzie for this post and I've been close friends since I was in 7th grade. We both are 16, 7 months apart, play the French horn and met because of band. I started French horn this year, the year she came to the school, so we became fast friends. Although we're both born in 2005, I was born after the cutoff for school. Hence Lizzie is a junior this year and I'm a sophomore. Despite this, she has always treated me not as an annoying child but as her equal. We both have similar tastes, enjoy similar activities, and have similar personalities. She calls me the brunette version of herself, and I call her the blonde. All of last year in marching band, Lizzie and I were under the instruction of our section leader, Ryder. Ryder is a senior this year and always been like an idol for me in school, especially in band. Ryder is a great leader and I welcomed critique from him, given that it was my first year. I was and still am eager to please him. This is strange for me as I've always been very independent and hate taking orders or instructions when I didn't ask. Let me clarify, there is nothing romantic between us. He is more of an older brother to me. This year, Ryder took over as field commander, so Lizzie became my section leader. In addition, Lizzie became the band secretary. The secretary along with the president, field commanders, etc. are band officers who are in charge of everyone. Without Ryder, and given that Lizzie is also a band officer, Lizzie now has authority over me. Lizzie is one of the nicest, sweetest, funniest, and most chill people I know. She would never want to hurt me. However, now that Lizzie is in charge, I feel myself snapping at her more and taking her critique as more of an annoyance. 
Every time she chastises me or critiques me, makes me want to yell and scream that I'm trying my best and I'm not a child. She genuinely is trying to help, but hearing it from someone I still consider my equal is difficult. I know she is becoming more upset with me and I'd like to help explain. So I considered sending her an email explaining that I mean nothing I do as a personal offense and I am seriously working on myself. I want her to know that while she's not, I still see her as an equal. I really am trying to do better. I want things to work for her, but I feel that she might think I'm making excuses or not understand. Outside of practice, we are best friends, but in practice, I feel like she still sees me as a freshman. I love Lizzie with all my heart. I want to apologize and see her side. I want to stop treating her like this and I'm trying so hard to work on myself. Let me also say that the purpose of this email is to tell her why I've been the way I have, to apologize and to explain I'm trying. It isn't just to make excuses and carry on getting angry at her. So, would I be the asshole for sending Lizzie an email that explains why I've been snappy and why I don't like having her as my section leader? Note, I'd only be an email I'm better explaining my message with words on paper than in person. I'd still be willing to talk with her in person. And we'll start with Bearman Cartoons on this one who says you would be the asshole. This isn't Lily's issue, it is yours. You better get used to it if you think someone your age isn't equal when it comes to getting a job. In fact, at some point in your career, you will find yourself reporting to someone that is younger than you. She has an extra year of experience in band and she is an officer. You are putting her in an uncomfortable position that you can't learn from her and that she can't correct you simply because you are friends. You need to start giving her the same respect you would give Ryder. I dream in words says you're the asshole just because someone is the same age as you does not mean they're on the same level. She has likely had more experience in band since she's a year ahead of you and she was obviously skilled enough to get the position of section leader. You should be happy for your friend for her success. Instead, you're acting like a jealous child. She's doing her job. If you can't take constructive criticism from those above you, the performing arts may not be for you. One Princess Cupcake says, I wouldn't send the email. It's all in writing and could get out of hand or passed on, etc. I would have the discussion in person and apologize for snapping. She's doing her job. When I was in band, my best friend was the drum major. She was doing her job if she needed to critique me or yell. I kept it separate from our outside band life. What happens in band stays in band. <laughs> And Vold says, you're the asshole. You are acting like a brat. You are giving preferential treatment to those in authority. Your friend is in charge and you should be listening to her. This translates to adult world where throwing petty tantrums like this or sending shitty emails could get you written up or even fired. And one more from Chocolate Chip Shame who says, writing out your thoughts and feelings is a great way for you yourself to understand what is going on. And if you feel you would argue with her if you try to do this face to face, then do send an email not the asshole, and better than just to let this fester. Also, maybe write the email and let it rest for a day or two. Read it and then check on it. And then check if this is really what you want to send. Rewrite if you need to. Now, what do you guys think of this one? What should OP do in this situation? Is an email sufficient? Should it be done face-to-face? -face, or is there a better way to resolve this issue? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and your verdicts on all of today's stories. And a huge thank you, as always, from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 minutes of your precious time with me today. It means the absolute world. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Boxes are defeating. Purpose always fleeting. I poise questions to the ceiling like an answer gonna come. Truth is too revealing. Life is easier concealing. All emotions to the start on your heart going numb. I shouldn't be in drive more. 
I just want to feel alive more. I feel hurt all the time, boy. I can't see straight. I've been wrong. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, fresh. 